Welcome back to another episode of the UW Film Club podcast, where each week we bring a member of the club onto the show to talk about a film of their choice. The film could be good, bad, topically relevant, or anything in between. I'm your host, Cynthia Lee, and today is joining me is Sabrina Pearson. Hello. Sabrina, this is your second time on the podcast, right? correct. The first one you did was for The Favorite. Mm Mm-hmm. Favorite? A little weird? A little little weird, weird. yeah. A little weird. But But I liked it. It was was good. (laughs) (laughs) So we talked about that. That was... Ooh, that was a long time ago, like yeah. a year and a half. No, like not a year and a half quarter. ago. Winter quarter, <laughs> which feels like a year and a half True, ago. So whatever, with, especially now. Yeah. Anyways, but today, instead of the favorite and the absurdity of that, we're mm-hmm. gonna kick a film that. Well, you picked a film that's a little less absurd and a yeah. little more relatable and a little more wholesome. Whole, yeah, wholesome, <laughs> more lived in. Mm-hmm. Um, the film that you picked is. Lady Bird. Lady Bird, yeah, yeah, directed by Greta Gerwig. Uh, but before we kind of get into that, just wanted to know, like, how has your week been so far? My week? Yeah. No, I think I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. Really busy. Um, today, my professor surprised us by saying we're going to have, like, class every day finals week. What? At 6.30. In the morning? Inclu- no, in the nighttime. Oh. Including weekends, which is, like, a fun little... Extra thing. What? What class is this? That's the capstone. I thought you were done, like, in the week. Like, you finished up your, like, creating of the animation, and then you were just done. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. (laughs) I'm not bitter. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Good thing I'm not doing that next year. (laughs) Yeah. But sometime, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll actually feel the pain that you're going through right now. Yeah, that would be fun to, like, relate (laughs) <laughs> just know. like ranting about all my struggles yeah even though you've already been doing that to me so true. <laughs> that sucks oh well yeah. and then also my sister was graduating from a catholic all-girls high school oh yeah so relatability like, to this related back. yeah it yeah. brought back some oh, like funky memories well she's graduating tomorrow right? yeah yeah but so she you- did like prom on friday Oh and I God. totally forgot, like, all the weird shit we had to do for that. <laughs> Wait, I want to talk about that when yeah. we talk about this film, because okay. I, when I rewatched it, I totally finally noticed something, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? This like is what? so ironic. We'll talk about okay, it later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm sad that you had, like, a bad week. Hopefully yeah. it gets better. It probably I so. won't. I feel like maybe it won't, but, like, <laughs> also we don't have a homework due this weekend. What is it But called? we have exercises That's due true. for... Yeah. Yeah, I we're in the same There's computer science class. And yeah. <laughs> that class is a mess as well. It is also a mess. <laughs> so, okay. But with that, that out of the way, yeah. um, we're going to talk about Lady Bird. So mm. Lady Bird was released in 2017, mm-hmm. around the fall-ish? I think I so. I think it came out, it first premiered either at Telluride or the New York Film Festival. I'm not really sure. Uh-huh. Wow, I'm so prepared for this, yeah. <laughs> uh, it premiered at some film festival. Um, it was right. directed by Gre- Greta Gerwig, um, who, previous to this, this is her directorial debut, so previous to this, she was mainly known for her acting, and she also did a little bit of writing, so a lot of the films that she acted in, she also kind of wrote them. So the most prominent ones are Frances Ha and Mistress America. She wrote mm-hmm. the scripts for that. And if you haven't seen any of those films, <laughs> you can see how much influence, at least her script writing, is in this film. Because her dialogue is very sharp, and yeah. it, there's this weird tone that sh- is like, 
like when you watch it, you're just like, oh, that's Greta Gerwig writing. I don't know mm-hmm. how to even describe it that well, but yeah. if you have seen this film, have have you? No, I've like this is the only Greta Gerwig film oh, I've seen. Oh well, yeah. But, I mean, her filmography yeah. is, as a writer is like four films, so <laughs> really it's gotta an shoot your shot. Goal. Yeah, I can do it, but. Yeah. But yes, it came out in 2017. It's one of my favorite films. Like, yeah, one of, it's one of my favorites too. Yeah, it has like slowly come around. I have like this like group of films that I'll like call like my holy like 10. Uh-huh. And it's definitely in there. Yeah. And then like, you know how on Letterboxd they have like your favorite four films? Uh-huh. And solidly, I always have those four films, but this one always like feels like it needs uh, to be on there one day. You I know? see. <laughs> Maybe on the like 10th viewing. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm on like my eighth or ninth Ooh, viewing of this. Getting film. up there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's so rewatchable. It's so, it's, it's so good. Uh, so many feelings. Yes, huh. but um, so basically, Lady Bird is about a girl named Christine who mm-hmm. goes by Lady Bird. What a choice. She says like this is the name that I have given myself, <laughs> which. Sure, Ladybird. Yeah. Um, so basically, it's about Ladybird and kind of exploring her journey through her senior year of high school. So it's mm-hmm. her last year at her senior year. Uh, she goes to this like private Catholic school, which I want to talk about because we have our resident oh, Catholic wow. high school member. <laughs> personality trait. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Sabrina only has one personality yeah. trait. It's uh, she went to Catholic school. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So we kind of explore her kind of like figuring out who she is while at the same Mm -hmm. time like she's applying to colleges so we kind of get through that and we also like explore the relationship that she has with her mom which is set at like the very first scene of like this very loving Mm -hmm. but tenacious and rocky relationship as well yeah yeah so I want to talk about the first scene because I think it really sets the tone Mm -hmm. for the film so the first scene of this film is Lady Bird and her mom They've just gone to, like, a college trip, right? Yeah. And... And they're, like, lying in bed together, mm-hmm. right? And so you kind of get this aspect of, like, oh, they have, like, a very loving relationship. Mm-hmm. They're, like, very close together because obviously, like, a mom and a daughter going to, co- like, a college trip. Yeah. It's a very bonding moment, I mm-hmm. guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then... So then they, like, they're finished with their college trip. They pack up from their hotel, motel, where, we, where mm-hmm. they are at. And then they, like, drive through... Um, like, the farmlands of California, which, mm-hmm. like, is so... I love that she, like, picked... Have you ever had, like, a road trip down to California? No, but I'm gonna go in, like, two weeks. Ooh. Road trip, road trip all the way down. Wait, where? <laughs> go to... Going to Sunnyvale from here. Oh, right, because yeah. you're... Yeah, you're not yeah. gonna go home to my neck of the woods. No, I no, won't. not that <laughs> far. But... Hopefully, when you do uh-huh. do your road trip down to California, you'll notice that, like... As much, it's so big. Yeah. California is so big. And so, but it's not like, and you always hear about like these major cities like San Francisco, LA, mm-hmm. um, San Diego, like these huge hubs where you like assume that it's just this booming area. But yeah. like a majority of California is like horrible farmland. Or not really? horrible <laughs> farmland. It's just farmland. And yeah. It's super bland. And so when you're driving, you kind of see like just hills uh-huh. and like grass. But not, like, green grass. It's, like, dried up because it's California and it's, like, in a trout. Yeah. And so what I really like about the... That opening scene, 
not even just the monologue that happens within the car, but it's just, like, this monotony of, like, the grassland that really hit mm-hmm. home for me when I was like, oh, yeah, I've been on so many trips like wow. that. <laughs> but anyways, so back onto that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in the car, and then they're kind of, like, they just finished listening to fucking Grapes of Wrath yeah. on audio cassette, which, mm-hmm. sure. What a relatable experience. You Have know? you... I've, like, audiobooked with my mom, but... Really? Not, I've like, never done like, that. Nothing, like, that intense. Grapes of Wrath. Yeah. Well, I mean, my parents don't... No, audiobooks, we don't read. Oh, okay. <laughs> my family. Well, they probably do, just yeah. secretly, and then I don't read. I, I have stopped reading a long time ago, but <laughs> there was a time. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, so yeah. then they're in the car, and they finish reading Grapes of Wrath, and all of a sudden, they're just... Or Lady Bird, like, turns it on to, like, some pop song. Mm -hmm. This is, like, the most prepared I have seen for a film. (laughs) Mainly because I just have this film memorized. Yeah. She turns on this pop song, and her mom's like, turn that shit off. Like, let's live in the moment. And Mm -hmm. then it kind of establishes, and then they start bickering. Yeah, it just, like, escalates. Yeah, and it escalates, escalates, escalates. And then it kind of comes to the root of the problem, which kind of is the root of the problem for the rest of the film, is Uh where... Lady Bird wants to go to college somewhere else. She wants yeah. to leave Sacramento, leave California, and especially she wants to go to New York. Mm-hmm. But her family can't necessarily afford that because yeah. they're like a, they're not are they like they're low like income, maybe low middle middle, middle yeah. low income family. Mm-hmm. They barely can like afford to go to the high school in which Lady Bird does attend. Mm-hmm. So going out of state is like a huge problem for them because yeah. they can't afford it. And so that kind of brings up the whole tension of the film where it's like her mom wants one thing for her and because of this pra- practicality yeah. issue. And, and then she just wants to like follow her passions. Yeah. And, like, yeah. yeah. and so that tension right there, I felt like really sets the tone for the film as like, not like, it's not of them always bickering. This film is definitely not that because mm-hmm. then it would be super grating. Yeah. But I think it really sets the tone of there is no wrong in what mm-hmm. anyone is thinking about. Because Lady Bird, as selfish as she is, is a teenager and wants to, like, explore the path somewhere yeah. else. And then her mom, as much as, like, she can be restricting on Lady Bird, it's, like, understandable that... Mm. Yeah, like, her worries are, like, very real. Yeah, and so that's, that's like, what I really, really like about this film. Mm -hmm. There is no one bad person, except for maybe Kyle. Kyle, for sure. (laughs) Barely. Barely. There's, like, it's barely. Just because Uh of the role he plays, but then he, it's, like, also kind of sad, his story as well. But, like, there's just no bad people in this film. And Mm -hmm. I think that, as much as, like, there are bad people in real life, I think that kind of adds to the relatability of this film because there are like some people that you surround yourself with there's like they're usually not bad yeah yeah like people mess up a lot but like at the end of the day lady bird messes up a lot in this film everyone's messing up all the time in this film yeah and so i feel like for me that personally like i just really like seeing people mess up yeah and being allowed to mess up yeah and it provides this like I keep saying this over and over again, but it's relatable. It's, it's so, so relatable, relatable <laughs> that even though it's like about a high school in 2002, mm-hmm. and we did not go to high school in 2002, <laughs> it's there's just, like the just so many beats. Yeah, yeah, and it's just it's just so good. It's so even good. just like the the self naming of Lady Bird mm-hmm. feels like something that someone at my high school probably would Definitely. have done to like stand out. <laughs> yeah. 
the pink hair that Sersha has, we're watching like the movie kind mm-hmm. of as we're recording. And like the pink hair that Sersha Ronan has, it's like faded out, not like this super bright pink. It's so. Someone it's... at my school also had that, where it's just so high school, right? Mm-hmm. And then another thing, we're just jumping all over the place, but whatever. <laughs> another thing with the scene, I was watching. I was watching the audio commentary on that, mm-hmm. and there was one thing Greta Gerwig was like stressing immediately, like so much that I didn't know was not a thing outside of California. I guess what is it? Was that lockers are outside in California? Oh yeah. And I thought that was a normal thing. So when she was like, I really wanted to find a school with outside lockers, I was uh-huh. like, wait, what? So I wanted to ask you, are yeah. lockers inside yeah. most of the time? I think so. We had weird lockers, though. We had lockers, too, but they were all outside. Ours were, like, leftover from when my, my high school was, like, a boarding school at some mm-hmm. point. So it was, mm-hmm. like, wardrobes. Oh, yeah. whoa. Yeah. And you had, like, a little corner in the wardrobe that you could <laughs> Yeah. yeah. But I did not. I did not know that. Also, like outside, out, outside space in high school. Oh, Weird. okay. <laughs> I can kind of get that yeah. idea from like seeing schools around here, uh, even though that was like normal yeah. in California. But still, I did not know. Like, she was so adamant when I was listening to the comments. She was like, you know, outside lockers. I needed that suit like so much <laughs> to really represent California. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Wow. I did not know that. But that was just so random. But, like, something I found interesting after, like, my eighth watch yeah. of this film. <laughs> okay, so speaking of Catholic school, yes. I do want to talk about... I just love the concept of her being in Catholic school because none of them seem like... Like, maybe one character in this film seems like someone you would like stereotypically see at a catholic school right and that's like not like you know like stereotyping is kind of like not it's not good (laughs) but like (laughs) wait which person are you talking about i was thinking like what's his name the guy with the hair (laughs) the first guy she dates lucas hedges yeah uh kind of i was thinking of like the the girl in the glasses with beanie feldstein at like near the end or no, not her. The one who was like, you can't eat the wafers. Yes. They're not. And then, oh, that scene is so funny. She, I forgot what it was like, the joke back. But mm-hmm. she just, that was the only person where I was like, okay, cool. But like, just the name Immaculate Heart. Immaculate Heart. Wow. But it's such a mouthful. I love mm-hmm. it so much. <laughs> I just wanted to ask... As someone who did go to Catholic school, mm-hmm. what parts of that did they get right and what parts did they get wrong? I know this I seems like, super random. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they really got, like, the people right. Like, I feel like every person that they had in there, like, I was like, oh, that's Hannah. That's whatever. Whatever her name is. Like, <laughs> I feel like they got the characters right. So, like, just... It's just, like, these general people in high school and it's yeah. just put into, like, Catholic school. Yeah. Like, Catholic school... As much as, like, the reputation surrounding it is kind of, like, this preppy, stuck-up, strict yeah. area for people. But, like, the people within it don't necessarily mm-hmm. have those There's a those lot of attributes. people that are just, like, there because mm-hmm. they're forced to be there. Oh, okay. And, like, I, yeah, I feel like Lady Bird really shows that. I don't well, know. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, think, well, I think there's that one line where she's like... You know, I wouldn't be here if, like, Miguel didn't yeah, see someone get shot. <laughs> I was like, oh. But, 
Yes. Yeah. When I was when I watched this film, it's not necessarily like the characters are relatable to my high school experience uh-huh. or the people within my high school, but like you can see certain parts of people within that, mm-hmm. and that's uh, it's another reason why I love this film so much. There's that like relatable sense. Yeah. To this film. Definitely. Like. Even this this part. Uh, sorry, we're, like, watching it as we go along. But, uh-huh. like, just the part of, like, kids going into a car and then, like, smoking weed yeah. and just having fun. You don't necessarily... I think it just kind of... It's, like, universal. Yeah, it goes yeah. on this idea of, like, universality. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they are put inside a Catholic school. I mean, there's, like, some absurd if tr- absurdist... Tr- not super absurd, but, like... For me, at least, it is. But some weird things that they have to implement in this film, like, not weird. Oh, like, again, the, like yeah. Like, things <laughs> that they have to do where they're like, I'm in a Catholic school. Like, the yeah. Ash Wednesday and the um, the sisters and the... the sisters. Um, <laughs> the anti-abortion oh, yes. seminar. That would never <laughs> fly in my high school. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I feel like it's such a weird balance. To, like, go to an all-girls school, but also a Catholic school. Because, mm-hmm. like, feminism, mm-hmm. like, f- constantly fighting... Fighting Catholics. Catholic school. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like people are either, like, very much into one or the other. So it, like, causes a lot of conflict. Yeah, Which that's... was, like, they showed in that scene. In the, the, in the anti... Ab- wait, which one? Yeah, the anti-abortion uh, scene. She was just, like... Yeah, def- yeah, I definitely... Well, that's, like, an interesting con. Thing to think about where it's like you're putting a bunch of girls yeah. into a school to essentially try to empower them uh-huh. in a way but like a lot of the catholic traditions might not necessarily yeah. promote that idea so there's mm-hmm. like an interesting conflict in between mm-hmm. that i don't think they're like in this film particular they're trying to explore yeah, that I concept don't... more on the fact that this is still a story kind of about greta gerig's life and mm-hmm. i think greta gerig went to catholic school uh. so it's like a meta commentary on her life. Wow. <laughs> so deep, right? So yeah. Deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So speaking about Catholic school and just friends in general, one mm-hmm. thing I really like about this film as well is Lady Bird's friendship with Beanie Feldstein yeah. and also her relationship with the Xavier boys as uh-huh. well where you kind of have the contrast between Lucas Hedges and then Kyle. Kyle. Wait, Lucas Hedges, what's his character? I totally no forgot. Danny. <laughs> Danny. Danny. <laughs> oh, Freaking letterbox making me have to hover to see oh, the man. characters' names. I should have just gone Wikipedia. Sure. Danny. So her relationship with Danny and Kyle, where, like, Danny is, like, her projection of what an ideal, like, love story should yeah. be. And then when that falls completely uh-huh. onto the wayside, she, like, meets Kyle. And it's, Kyle's kind of like her rebound where she's trying to, like, fix something. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's also a way to get into the cool person group. Yeah. Of Immaculate Heart or Immaculate Fart. <laughs> and I just always find there that contrast between those two super interesting. Because, I don't know, just like as a teenager, you always project this fantasy of wanting to have this perfect love yeah. story. And then it's it's like a teenage it's, it's you're a teenager so everything kind of work fall, out. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it kind of all doesn't work out yeah where like in the case for her relationship with Danny it was not necessarily her fault like mm-hmm. he's gay yeah and he was just trying to hide it 
were, which is also, yeah. And then Kyle was just a douche. <laughs> so true. <laughs> who kind of just wanted to... I don't know what his motive in life is. If uh-huh. someone can explain to me what Kyle's motive in life is, the only sad part about his life is his dad has cancer, and That's so that true. has, like, a slight complication to it. But if someone could tell me what Kyle's motive in life is, like, the line where he's like, you know, they, they're putting chips <laughs> in your brain, I yeah. was like... I mean, it was just, like, seemed like an ultra-redditor. Uh-huh. But just to see the contrast from what Ladybird wants to have and the reality of it Mm -hmm. because one thing again I'm gonna always refer back to this audio commentary but Greta Gerwig was just like a lot of this film is like see trying to like we can see what Lady Bird truly wants but Mm -hmm. the way in which it plays out never happens that way and so it's like seeing that teenage contrast of fantasy versus reality that's so true yeah and it has like I'm always going to keep going back to this idea of relatability because, like, we're near the age of Lady Bird in this film. This mm-hmm. film came out our freshman year in college. Yeah. So it's, like, the perfect film for us especially. Uh-huh. And although, like, we're, we didn't live... Not in that generation, this, yeah. but, like, the story still. The stories are so universal throughout mm-hmm. each specific age range it's hard to not be like oh this is just a girl teenage story it's a universal story of family oh i love okay (laughs) i love this scene in which Uh the christmas scene where it's after she um it also is another pattern i noticed when this film so basically um she always has like this these moments of like sadness or pettiness or angry fights that they have and then they always cut to like these redeeming qualities of mm-hmm. ladybird because as much as ladybird is an awesome character to go through a story with she's also very selfish she is <laughs> and i think it's made very very clear that she she she's kind of the person who only thinks for herself mm-hmm. and not for others until maybe like the last quarter of the film where she kind of understands She's starting to more understand who she is, Mm -hmm. and she's starting to understand that other people aren't all... Everything is not... All the people in her life are not just there to be with her. They are also, like... They have their own stuff to deal with. Yeah, especially with her relationship with her mom, which I kind of want to get to at the end. Or, like, the way that kind of comes together. But, oh shit, what was I talking about again? I went on, like, a whole uh, tangent. Oh, Christmas. Mm, that right? Christmas scene where everything just feels so lived in and so yeah. warm. And that's what I also really like about this film. It kind of feels like... It feels like a memory, right? It doesn't... Mm-hmm. There's this quality of this film that where you're walk, you're looking at, like, one of those really old fo- photos that, like, kind of has just got burnt because... Like, the coloring has got burnt because it's, it's just been so long. Yeah. And I see that. <laughs> I don't know. There's just, like, some co- coloring scheme going on where they, like, put something on there. I'm uh-huh. not sure what, because I'm not very... I can't catch cam- camera camera lens or techniques or whatever <laughs> they do with that stuff. I'm not very good at catching that. But there's something about the way in which they film this film mm-hmm. where it's not bright and gross like that yeah and but it doesn't look like there, it feels like, like something, something about is, the yellow yeah the, about the, the butterscotch and the yellowing yeah. and the beige kind of all coming in together it feels like 
it's like feels like a memory or an old Polaroid mm-hmm. where, or an old photo. And, you know, that idea of being lived in. I don't know. Yeah. What feeling did you kind of get? Because there's something going on with mm-hmm. how this film is shot. It definitely makes like, it feels really... very nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, we didn't live in that time. But, yeah, like... again, let me repeat that. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> something about it, it just, like, yeah, feels like a memory. It, like, feels like your high school experience. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, like, goes back to that relatability mm-hmm. aspect of this film. Yeah, there's, like, a warmness to this film that's just mm-hmm. so hard to get away from. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone could watch this film and be like, oh, that was cold and boring. Like, yeah. this feel, film feels like someone lived it. Mm-hmm. Like, we are watching someone live their life. and Yeah, it's, like, impossible to watch this film without, like, feeling the <coughs> emotions of the characters. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It feels like, um, like, if you walk into, like... You can totally feel the difference of walking, like, sitting in a very new car and a Mm -hmm. very old car. And there's something about sitting in an old car that feels more comfortable in a way that a new car doesn't. Well, for me, it's like, I hate new car smell. But... (laughs) Side thing. Yeah. Or, like, being in a house that was just furnished to a house that has not been furnished, but is still, like, clean, but it's just, like, more comfortable and warmed in. There's a Mm -hmm. sense of comfortability to this film that I think has really made a lot of people gravitate it, gravitate Definitely. to this film in a way that a lot there's like a lot of coming of age stories that just don't have this warm type of warmness to it that mm-hmm. I think so many coming of age films want to emulate mm-hmm. in a way like a lot I don't want to bash Booksmart because Booksmart is a great film that everyone should go see but everyone always compares Booksmart with this film and I yeah. think that's like a very bad comparison yeah, because they're it's tr- definitely like a lot. I don't know. Other than Booksmart the fact is that like they so both much more have comedic and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this film is more about. Well, they're both tackling relationships yeah. just in a different sense of a way, and this film feels more. It's like more warm heart. throughout and know. heart. Yeah, throughout. Whereas yeah. like Booksmart does have heart throughout. It's just like there's also a lot of comedic and funny moments yeah, that just like a little more elevate wacky. it to a different <laughs> way. Where this film is like the warmth and the comfortability and the relatability yeah. elevate it in another way. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only similarities of Booksmart and Lady Bird are like they both have Beanie Feldstein. Yeah. Who is <laughs> freaking great in this film. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that she got a leading role in Booksmart. Because Beanie Feldstein as... Sersha's friend, who's, like, that friend who always is there to, like, clean up your shit. Yeah. Because, like, Beanie Feldstein is, like, the ultimate friend in this film, right? Because Lady Bird is constantly, constantly fucking up. Yeah. And then you always have that one friend who's, like, there to clean up your mess and, like, be like, this is wrong, this is bad. Mm -hmm. And so to see, like, the relationship, like, I think it's implied that they've been friends for a while, right? And yeah, Lady definitely. Bird always thinks that the world is, like, crapping on her. Uh-huh. Like, and the world is against her. And, like, I think the most, like, not jarring, but one of the great moments in this film is when uh, Lady Bird goes inside Beanie Felt. What's her name? Beanie Feldstein's character? It is mm. Julie. Oh, right. <laughs> Julie. Yeah, her she, mom's apartment. Oh, yeah. Know? Like, yeah. they went into her mom's apartment. Her mom is single, mm-hmm. has, like, that boyfriend who's on and off. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. And, but, like, Lady Bird is so focused on herself, and this film is, like, so much in, like, Lady Bird's perspective. We mm-hmm. kind of forget that Beanie, like, Julie 
kind of goes through her own shit as well. Like Yeah, like, she's so focused on going to, like, college in the East Coast or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, then you, like, figure out, like, Beanie's going to, like, or no, Julie. Yeah, Julie. <laughs> is going to, like, state school. State or, like, I thought it was, like, community Oh, college. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she then, like, was, like, she doesn't know what she wants to do. She yeah. can't really afford it as well. That was just, like, a whole st- struggle that, like, yeah. Lady Bird never even, like, acknowledged, I feel. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, like, that realization like, kind of is just, like, is another, like, cool thing about this film of, like, the evolution. We're seeing the evolution, yeah. right, of Lady Bird. And it feels so natural. It feels like oh, shit, I did not know that you were doing that. I've been so absorbed myself. Because in these Mm -hmm. teenage years, like, I mean, especially for me, I was so absorbed by myself. I did not really (laughs) care about that many people around me. And so, like, to kind of see that be played on screen and we see Julie as, like, the side character who often is, like, there to be, like, oh, I, Lady Bird, have a friend. And we do love each other Mm -hmm. in a way... Like, we're always there for each other, but, like, there's that one moment in Lady Bird's life where she tries to be with the cool kids and totally forgets about them. hmm And it's tragic to see them yeah. split up, but at the same time, it, like, I think it was, it's fun to see Lady Bird realize just how much other people have shit going on. Yeah, that, this one. This one, <laughs> yeah. As we were, as we wrapped up that topic, uh-huh. the moment in which... Another moment where Lady Bird, like, has to, like, realize realize someone is also going through their own shit. Yeah. I guess we can talk about it, because I do like this scene a lot. Uh It's where... Yeah. So, they... Lucas Hedges says, Danny and Lady Bird have already broken up, because Lady Bird has seen Danny making out with a guy, and realized that he was gay, and that he was lying to her. And she's, she's like, been really angry about it up to this specific point where they meet up at a coffee shop. Or he tracks her down at a coffee shop. And she's been really, like, just trying to ignore her him because, like, again, it kind of emphasizes this idea that Lady Bird thinks the world is against her. And so this is just, she thinks that this is just another character in her story that's coming to, Mm -hmm. going against her. And then at this moment, Danny kind of is just like, I'm so sorry about all of this, but I just have no idea what to do. Like, Mm -hmm. I am a Catholic boy, like, Irish boy who, like, his parents probably don't want him to be gay. Yeah. At that moment, he's just, like, totally, like, unable to comprehend, like, what Mm -hmm. to do. And at that moment, Lady Bird's, like... like, extremely vulnerable. mm -hmm. And then Lady Bird, like, even though she's very angry at him, Mm -hmm. Has to understand, yeah. There's a great line that Greta Gerwig has in the commentary where she's like, yeah, like, at this moment of the film, Lady Bird realizes that, like, everyone is going through their own opera. It's very theatrical, but, like, a high schooler's life, they pretend pretend that their life is, like, a theater. Like, everything is so exaggerated Mm -hmm. to a point. And at this moment, Lady Bird sees that, like everyone goes through their own opera and their own theatrical experience. And at that moment, she realizes, oh, shit, like, Danny has his own issues as well. And it goes back to the idea of growing up. And, like, that moment that you need to grow up is, like, when you're, like, finally understanding that the world doesn't revolve around you. There are, like, billions of people on Mm -hmm. this planet. You're just one, like, singular being. Not, like existential to that right <laughs> type but, but like yeah, the you're idea not the like most important your your emotions don't rule everything yeah yeah oh 
And then when she gets into, uh, this moment is so funny, when she gets into Davis, which yeah. is like a great school, and she's just like, fuck, I got into school only for agriculture, <laughs> which kind of goes back, I wanted to talk about it earlier, and I, we just told, I just went on a tangent, mm-hmm. but it's kind of the idea where um, at this moment, like the moment before was when she was like reconciling with Danny and yeah. like being like, doing something nice, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, she kind of finally understands that Danny is going through his own shit. And then they contrast it immediately with, like, fuck, I got into Davis? This is the worst thing in the yeah. world. Even though it's, like, a great school. And uh, I, I don't want to keep talking about, like, the commentary. But, like, what Gurig was saying, how she wanted to frame this film, was kind of frame it in, like, something nice and wholesome happening to Lady Bird. And then immediately, like, an act of... Mm-hmm. selfishness to kind of create that like jarringness of yeah. a teenager where they can either go from one to the other and back to the other and it's like turning that switch from selfishness to non-selfishness and I think the thing of growing up is trying to balance selfishness and unselfishness Definitely. because it's good to be selfish occasionally like uh-huh. you want to do stuff for yourself that's totally fine but like it's just trying to find the balance between it. I don't know if you got that out of the film or not. I think definitely. I didn't, like, notice, like, exactly that it was, like, flipping back and forth and forth. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, like, felt it. Well, I don't think character. it's explicitly, like, going yeah. one, the other, back to the other, back to the other. But uh-huh. there's, like... Definitely, like, big contrasts. Big, yeah, yeah. There are big contrasts through the film. But I think it works because it's just so balanced throughout where mm-hmm. it's not, like, Okay, one act of unselfishness to another act of selfishness to an act of unselfishness to an act of unselfishness. Yeah. And I think that works really, really well because, again, it kind of goes back to the ideal of, like, a teenager thinking the world is a theater and Mm -hmm. it's, like, so dramatic. And And then, like, reality hits. Reality hits, yeah. yeah. And she goes, yeah. Yeah, exactly. One la- one other thing I did want to talk about was did we already talk about it where it's her relationship with her mom like the cuz that that's the much. overarching like the... theme of this yeah. film and that's what gets me always in this film is the yeah. relationship with her mom because that, these like, are last driving scene oh the last driving like, scene so okay hard. we can talk uh. about the last driving scene because i watched it like 2 hours Oops. ago oh no <laughs> um i watched it 2 hours ago uh-huh. And it gets me all the time because Laurie Metcalf, who plays Lady Bird's mom, yeah. is like on a- another acting level on it's that insane. scene. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Rip oh. her Oscar. Uh, she should have got an Oscar for this film. This mm-hmm. film got no Oscars. Can you uh, believe I that? I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, that driving scene where um, Lady Bird is going off to college mm-hmm. and Lady Bird is going to New York. For college, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, but she has she's gonna go to um, New York for college. But that was something she never told her mom that she was planning to apply to or yeah. go for. It was always through her dad, Tracy Let, played by Tracy Letts, mm-hmm. who is also is just so good. He's so yeah. cute and wholesome. Oh. Um, <laughs> but um, so because she never told her mom when they when her mom finally figures it out. Um, she gets, her mom gets really, really mad. Yeah, because and she just stops talking to Lady Bird, yeah. which is, like... So heartbreaking. It is. It's so heartbreaking. Uh-huh. That one scene where she's like, I'm so sorry, I realize that... Lady Bird is like, I'm so sorry, I realize I fucked up that I didn't tell yeah. you about this, and the silence 
of the mom is just like it's just so cold yeah but because also, it's the one moment it's another yeah. moment in which lady bird like realizes she messed up hard and uh-huh. instead of getting words of affirmation back to tell her no it's fine she finally gets like a no this is something wrong that you did and i'm like, like tearing up thinking oh. about this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this film uh but yeah so there's that part uh-huh i feel like book smart kind of tried to like capture the same thing with mm-hmm. that like final airport driving away scene but like <laughs> it had none of the heart i don't know well i don't think it wanted yeah it didn't want that like over cheesy moment and not necessarily uh-huh. that this ending mo is cheesy because it fits the tone of the it film so well. where like something that driving scene if you put it in book smart uh-huh. wouldn't necessarily work because the tone in which book smart sets is this very acid trippy yeah. fun time which i very like that tone for that film but it wouldn't work for a film like Definitely this not. so again <laughs> i don't like comparing the two films that much but it there yeah yeah but that one scene in which uh so they haven't been talking and then finally when her mom her dad are driving lady bird to the airport to kind of like bid her goodbye mm-hmm. for her college um ladybird's like oh aren't you gonna come in and she's like oh no like they don't let you pass the gates anyway <laughs> which is like a totally 2002 thing because mm-hmm. of, but yeah but um she, her mom was just like oh no like i'm gonna be stuck in my ways because another like as much as ladybird's mom is right in a lot of certain ways like the one thing about her is she's a very stubborn character definitely and so she was just like i'm gonna continue just being mad at you like Mm -hmm. i'm going to continue being mad so she drives off because she doesn't want to pay for parking as well um (laughs) and she drives off and she realizes she made like a huge mistake Mm -hmm. in not telling ladybird goodbye and at that scene oh yeah, you can really just, like, see all the, like... Emotions. Like, she's driving away down, like, so she can come back and pick yeah. up her dad, her husband, or Ladybird's dad. And through that moment, there's, like, that realization of, like, oh, shit, I should have said goodbye. Yeah. And it's so... It just shows how much, like, even though she has, like, a cold exterior, she, like, cares so much. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. It's like finally seeing your mom. There's a couple scenes in this, and this is why I really wish she won the Oscar, where it's mm-hmm. like, there's a couple scenes scattered throughout the film where her mom just doesn't find the right ways to communicate yeah. how much she loves her daughter. Uh-huh. Like, she never finds the way to do so. Mm-hmm. And it's even at the end, because it be- it's even at the end because she never gets to formally say goodbye. Like, the only time she formally says, like, I love you is the note she wrote to Ladybird at the end. Yeah. That she, it took her, like, 30 tries to write it. And she couldn't, like, finalize one. Yeah. She never actually Yeah, it and her. her dad had to, like, secretly yeah. put them in her bag. And it kind of goes on to the idea of, like, your parents, as much as they, like, give you shit yeah. for a lot of the stuff they do, and they you you don't always get the words of affirmation from them. They still, like, really, truly love you. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think up till that moment, when I was watching this film particularly, I kind of felt similar to Lady Bird. Like, I never... Mm-hmm. It never... It was something that I just never explicitly thought about. Yeah. Where, like, my parents have sacrificed so much for me to get to where I am. Yeah. And through this film, it definitely helped me get more of there, you know? Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, that ending moment, <laughs> at least. Yeah. It, <laughs> I don't know. I guess it just kind of shows that like 
we like to think our parents, like, have figured out everything, but, mm-hmm. like, they also struggle with, like, expressing emotions mm-hmm. and, like, I don't know. It's, just, like, <laughs> it's hard to talk it's hard about. To talk about. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree. But, but like, yeah. yeah. I have two favorite scenes mm-hmm. with them two. My favorite one is the when they go to the Goodwill. It's in the trailer. Uh, yeah, and the, like, dressing room scene. I like the part where they're, like, going through it, Uh and then she's, like, they're arguing about something, Mm -hmm. because I feel like I totally did this with my mom, where, like, we were arguing about something, Mm -hmm. and then you find the dress, and you're, like, oh, my god, (laughs) I love this dress. Yeah, Uh don't you love it? And you kind of, like, break that argument for, like, something so little. (laughs) I don't know. I always like that scene. How about you? What's a favorite scene? Of it's them just, too, like, the first one. Oh. Like, the jumping out of the car. Like, yeah. what's better than that? That's yeah. true. That's also in the trailer it's where so she's good. like, you're going to get, in, you're going to go to state college, and then you're going to go to jail, jail and, and then you're going to go back to state yeah. college, and then find yourself at, like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, this scene hurts my heart every single time, because uh, I have explicitly said this to my mom. Yeah. So this is the, the scene that we're watching right now uh-huh. is... Um, the one where uh, Ladybird's mom is, like, complaining about, like, money issues because her dad has recently lost her job and her dad mm-hmm. kind of feels sad. That she- her dad is, like, depressed because he lost his job and, like, and then there's a bunch of other little things that kind of pile on yeah. his depression. And He's her, definitely, like, insecure about yeah, their, their financial, financial status. Issue, and- which is another thing about this film, about, like, the commentary mm-hmm. of wealth and disparity. With, yeah. like, someone going to Catholic school who can't necessarily afford it and has to think about money. Where, yeah. like, she's surrounded with people who don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. But this scene in particular, when they talk about how they lost their... Her dad lost her job, and so they don't have enough money to do certain things. And then she was... Her mom was like, oh, like, I spent so much money raising you. Because yeah. it takes a lot of money to raise a child. And her... Lady Bird's like, give me a number. I will pay back everything you have given, like, mm-hmm. paid for me. I, 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 oh, this, this scene hurts because I've yeah. said that to my mom explicitly oh my before where yeah. I was just like, I have a shit, I have money. I will pay back what I, you spent on me. I had uh-huh. like maybe $200 and I was like, <laughs> you know what? This is all much, all I need to give you. Like, that's how much it was raising me. And I'd like to think about it and you're like, no, they probably weigh like. It's ridiculous. It's like, how much yeah, get. how yeah. much money is spent to, to raise a child. Yeah. And that scene is just so sad where she's just like, you'll never make enough money to pay back what how much money i've spent on you oh the blue house oh anyway yeah that scene is so so devastating in my opinion it is because it's also not even just the amount of money in which a parent like uses to raise a child Mm -hmm. it's also like the energy and the love that they have to exert Mm -hmm. and just like saying it's just a number yeah must be so hurtful but then she like hurt her back right away (laughs) i mean that's the relationship they like i think what's so interesting about that mother-daughter relationship like lady bird wants to think she is so different from Mm -hmm. her mom but they're kind of just the same side of a coin like just always bickering and they're always like probably like thinking about the same ideas Mm -hmm. and stuff and just like there's that idea of lady bird that she's totally different from her mom but they're not yeah oh so sad so sad this film is just so sad in general but there's also so many good comedic there's beats so much, on like, it as well good happy relatable moments and then mm-hmm. like, they hit you and then i don't know 
this film has like a rewatchability like rewatchability aspect that a lot of films don't necessarily have. I like a lot of my favorite films. I don't necessarily rewatch them all the mm-hmm. time because like they're hard to re like rewatch. Sometimes it takes a lot of energy to rewatch them, and I like spending the energy doing that, but not always. I feel like this film there is an energy spent on this film, but like it's so lighthearted and warm as well yeah. that you can just like watch it forever. Plus, it's like ninety minutes, and we love ninety minute films we here. Do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Even though that was just kind of us rambling for yeah. the rest of it, I think we've gotten a good amount of content in. So we're just gonna do like final thoughts on the film. So, okay. what are some final thoughts on the film? Final thoughts. Yeah, definitely one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. So relatable, so <laughs> wholesome, so rewatchable. I definitely gotta watch it again soon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. I mean, yeah, same <laughs> yeah. for me. It's it's the idea of, like, looking back on a time in life where you never... You don't always necessarily want to look back. Yeah. Sometimes you just totally want to erase, like, your high school years. Mm-hmm. Like, for me especially, I'm just like, I hate high school. I hate my hometown. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even get to that. The Sacramento, Sacramento. aspect. Oh, oh. Whatever. <laughs> we are almost done, so. Um, okay. But... Kind of just, like, the idea that I hated high school, I hated my hometown, Mm -hmm. but, like, in the reality, like, it's something that you should embrace, and it's something that was a lot, a huge part of your life, and, and, like... And, like, all that energy you spent hating on it. Yeah. It was, like, energy, and, like, does that mean you you appreciate it? Yeah, you're appreciative of it, and I think this whole film is a total, like retrospect for Greta Gerwig to like appreciate Sacramento again and it makes other people want to reappreciate their hometown Mm -hmm. in another way and we didn't even get to talk about that that much but that's also another really cool aspect of the film just like seeing your hometown in a completely new way after you've left it at least for me yeah I did not leave my hometown (laughs) you know that's okay (laughs) yeah so um that should do it we have a podcast go up every monday we've been very bad about it these (laughs) last couple of weeks but hopefully this one comes out on monday at 8 a.m on soundcloud itunes google play and spotify um you can find us on facebook at uw film club you can find us on twitter and instagram at film club uw because I don't, because someone else has the UW Film Club handle, That's which weird. is just really, yeah, I know. Okay. Also, uh, if you've made it this far, this is your last chance to submit a film for the UW Student Film Festival oh, yeah. that is happening this Thursday, this Thursday at 7.30 at Gowan 301. If you like student films or near in the UW area and want to check out student films, you should do that. Definitely. Um, and, um, Hopefully this is coming out on Memorial Day, which is the last day to turn in a film for the Student Film Festival. Mm-hmm. So if you have a film that you want to, sh- a short film preferably, that you want to turn in, you can find that information at <laughs> students.washington.edu film. You will find all the information for how to submit your film there. Um, our, the last day to do it is when this podcast is released, so Memorial Day at 11.59 p.m. 11.59. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So any filmmakers out there interested. Yeah. I've been trying to, like, bully my friends to submit their things, <laughs> like, I don't know if it's going to happen. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. You should do it, though. People should no. turn in their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sabrina's like, no, I don't I mean, want to turn I in my stuff. Me, but, um, like, other just, people. Yeah, yeah just the general public. You should turn yeah. in your stuff. And 
Um, hope to see you guys at the film festival yeah. on Thursday. It should be a fun time. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun to see a voting, lot of cool stuff. Right? Yeah, you best get to fun. vote. You get to vote. We'll be voting for best picture mm-hmm. and the best one for our 36-hour film festival. Or not film festival. Full competition. We kind of passed already, so yeah. But other than that, yeah, you can also check out all the links that we have. You know, we have HelloFresh, Blue Apron, Casper Mattresses. Um, so professional. Yeah, Squarespace, <laughs> um, Mac Weldon. Uh, what were the watches? Movement watches. Oh, yes. And then, yeah, we have all those links and codes. So, yeah, you should totally use them. Support us. Support the arts. <laughs> Support the arts. <laughs> I think that will do it. So, um, hope to see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.